What's up, friends? Welcome to the Six Days Podcast. I am your host, Bob Six. Today, I'm discussing the death penalty. This thing's upset some people. There's a lot of people that are against it. You know, the death penalty's been around forever. You read about it in biblical times. It's not always been good, but it's always been around. I believe it's a necessity because there are people who commit crimes that are so heinous that they should be put to death. You probably guessed it already, and you're going, oh, he supports it 100%. Because as I said, there are people who commit crimes that are so heinous that it warrants them, but them being put to death. Do I think it should be like in biblical times? No, I don't think we should stone people to death or their entire family because they messed up. Do I think it should be like the Salem witch trials where, oh no, she has an opinion? She must be a witch. No. Do I think it should be like the 1800s when just because you... You're better known in the town, or you're richer, or you're a dom predominant figure, that your word is better than mine? No. I believe in fair trials. Because I do know that people are wrongfully convicted. Wrongfully accused, wrongly convicted, and yes, even wrongfully put to death. Now, we have no way of knowing how many people have been wrongly put to death, where they were found out afterwards. We have no way of knowing the exact number, but it has to happen. Statistically, the odds are it has to happen. Right now in the United States on death row, there are around 2,400 prisoners currently facing execution in the United States. The national death row population has declined for 20 consecutive years as sentence reversals executions, and deaths by other causes that are outpacing the new death sentences. Um, the fact that they're, they're outpacing, because you know crime hasn't gone down, heinous crimes at that, home invasions, auto theft, or carjacking, random muggings, I mean, people are being shot for a couple of bucks or their shoes or their car or whatever. That's insane. Again, these crimes have been around forever in one form or another. They're not getting any better. However, what we're doing is starting to go backwards as far as holding people accountable. Do I think there's a lot of pr people in prison that don't belong there? Absolutely. There's also a lot of people that do belong there. For someone to murder someone in cold blood, to come into their home, to break into their home in the middle of the night, and I'm going to say execute them, for whatever it is they're there to get, that, that's insane. It's even more insane that this person wouldn't get the death penalty. You took an innocent person's life. 
or people that shoot people for their cars or for their purse, their wallet, their watch, their phone, any of these things. That's not normal behavior. I believe if you take a person's life, if you rape someone, or if you're a pedo, that warrants the death penalty. There's no cure for those. You should be put to death. I think you should be allowed one appeal, not 12. You shouldn't die of old age on death row because the victims didn't have that long. And I am putting it at death. There are other crimes that I feel warrant that because there are worse things than being dead. If you're dead, your problems are over. But your loved ones, they have to deal with that. For all three things that I mentioned, I don't want to keep saying them because I don't want flags going up on YouTube going, or whoever, because everybody's got rules about what you can and can't talk about. But, so any of those three crimes, I feel without exception, you'll be put to death. Now, the question comes up whenever I say that, but what if an innocent person is accused? Well, while this won't be the cure, I do have an idea. Because it's all about checks and balances. So, if there's not a bunch of witnesses, and the officer coerces you or forces you into a confession, because they videotape all that stuff, you're forced into a confession, the prosecutor ignores a lot of that or fills in the blanks or manipulates the facts so that he can win because, you know, it's important. Their conviction rate is all important. And then the judge, who's supposed to be better than that, he knows when he's hearing garbage, he listens to cases all day long. So when the judge overlooks that and hands down the death penalty, I feel, I honestly feel this way, that if an innocent person is sentenced to death, and sometime within his one appeal, because I only believe it should be one, you shouldn't have 12, not in this day and age, one appeal and the prosecution, or execution, if it's found that he's innocent, the officer that took the confession, the prosecutor who presented the evidence, and the judge that handed down, I believe that they should take that inmate's place. He's immediately freed, whatever financial restitution's given, because you actually ruined his life. Because especially as it goes down the line, no matter if they're found innocent, that they were wrongly accused, that's always going to be there. That will always come up. People will go, oh, that's that guy. Always. So, yes, I stand firm on saying the officer that took the confession, the prosecutor that presented the evidence, and the judge that listened to it, and handed down that sentence, all three of them 
should take that inmate's place. And this is not a joke. If it's found out beyond the shadow of a doubt, because that's how this is supposed to be, beyond the shadow of a doubt. So if someone is put to death, it's later discovered that they were completely innocent. That officer, that prosecutor, and that judge should be put to death as well. By making it that serious, instead of a slap on the wrist, your ass is on the line for real. I feel that they will work harder in the case to either prove that he did it. I mean, yes, that's the job, the prosecutor's job is to prove he did it. The defense attorney does it, his job. Well, not all of them. So let's throw the defense attorney into it too, because if he's half assident, you know, like a public appointed attorney, you better bring your A game, buddy. You better do everything you can, not just go, oh, well, because I know inmates that have gotten that. Well, that's the best we did. Go ahead and take that plea. No. You shouldn't take a plea. There should be no plea bargain. I honestly feel that way, that there should be no plea bargain. If you're guilty of crimes, you're guilty of those crimes. Saying I'll snitch someone out, which is not good. Saying I'll snitch someone out in return for. Maybe a little bit of leniency, depending on the crimes. And I don't mean, oh, well, you, you killed six people, but you're telling on this guy, so we're going to we'll let you go with a little bit of probation. No, that falls under the <laughs> grounds. You killed someone. So by holding everyone accountable to that standard, and some of you may be thinking, well, that's an extreme, man. Yeah, but we're talking about people's lives. All three of the criminals that I mentioned took innocent people. But for innocent people, the majority of society that is doing what they're supposed to do have the right to walk their dog, drive their car, be on their phone, wear a jersey to a game that's not the home team. I, I just, I see it out of control. And statistically, we're actually in the most, which I can't imagine, peaceful times of man's existence. I just, I can't imagine that. When you see what's going on all around you. And I'm going to add this in and say it's not, it has nothing to do with death row, but while we're talking about death penalties and stuff, not prosecuting people for stealing, that's ridiculous. So I feel store owners have a right to defend themselves, just like I have a right to defend myself in my home. So it's a little bit different. They're not out shooting innocent people. They're protecting what is theirs. And I'm not advocating them shoot people, but you got to do what you got to do to protect yourself. So that being said, I think if we added those checks and balances into it, 
Because right now, as far as I know, there's not any real consequences. It's like an oopsie, and here's some money. An innocent person, their family doesn't want, I mean, they'll take the money, but they would rather have their loved one. As with the victims' families, they would rather have their loved ones. So, the death penalty is a necessity to remove these people from our society. It's not going to cure crime, but it's what's right. So, regardless of where you stand, if it's religion, well, that's in the Bible. They put people to death then. So it's not against God's word or God's will. When someone kills an innocent person who was doing nothing other than existing, like the guy in the Bible, God had told them, you'll be successful, but never steal any of the stuff from any of the towns where you defend yourself or that you win, you're victorious in. And that guy stole a few shekels of silver, I think it was, in a robe or two. They stoned him, his entire family, and all of his cattle to death. I mentioned earlier, I don't think the, the criminal's family should be held accountable. It's not their fault. Unless they give them aid and try to hide them and all that stuff. I told my kids growing up, I love them unconditionally. But if they commit a crime that puts them in prison, I will not spend a dime to get them out. Neither one of my kids have been to prison. They understand. If they're wrongfully accused, I'll fight to my dying day to get them freed. But if they do the crime, they know. My kids don't do that. Both my kids are very good adults because they were brought up with that understanding. You have to have self-accountability and self-discipline. When you don't have that and you start breaking the rules of society, you must pay the price. So as that escalates to murder, rape, or harming children, you need to pay that price. You obviously are not going to get better. It happens over and over and over. Look how many repeat offenders are in prison. Again, I know there are people in prison that don't belong there. They haven't done anything to warrant being there. Not not to the degree that they're being put there. But we have things, like here in Texas, I'm not sure if it's in other states. I guess I should have looked that up. If you commit an aggravated assault, you do not get good time. You will serve one quarter of your sentence. So you'll serve, at a minimum, five calendar years on a 20-year sentence. But if you shoot someone, regardless if they die or not, you get good time. Or however you in life for them. You get good time. Every day it clicks off your sentence. I know someone who did 20 ag. There were guys that doing 18 months for taking a person's life. It doesn't make sense. So again, that's telling people, not a deterrent, 
The death penalty is not a deterrent. When you know you're most likely to die of old age on death row, that's not a deterrent. That's an easy life. Well, sorry. Easy compared to the guys who are actually in general population having to deal with everything. You're in your cell. Free food, free TV, free everything. Well, it's free for you. Not free from us, for us. So again, I feel that the death penalty is a necessity. But we need to step it up. 20 to 40 years. And again, with my checks and balances, it's less likely for an innocent person to be convicted. Because if you knew that you said, did whatever, and got someone convicted, if it's found out that they're not, I mean, look how many people with much lesser things. Well, if you get caught stealing from work, you're going to get fired. Does that stop people from stealing? No. Does it reduce it? It does where I work. Because they will fire you no matter how minute it is. You could steal a 50 cent bottle of water and they will fire you. It just happened recently. It was with a soda, not water. So, will enforcing the death penalty and stepping it up and enforcing it stop crime? No. Will it remove those people that have done the crimes from the equation? Yes. And using my checks and balances, it reduces the amount of innocent people that are most likely to be convicted. And again, because I always have people say this, but one person, it doesn't warrant. If your house is on fire, are you going to turn on the water hose and try to put it out or just let it burn? Because this one water hose is not going to stop it. I honestly believe the checks and balances and stepping it up we can help or make a difference that will make the judicial system do its job. You're supposed to be innocent until proven guilty, not the other way around. And we all know that's how it works. You're guilty until proven innocent. But with the video era, everybody's got a phone with a camera on it. With video era, DNA evidence, and these people in the judicial system knowing that if they fail, they will pay the price. I think it'll make a difference. So, I've probably upset some people. This was not my intent. I noticed I didn't try to make any jokes or anything like that because I am dead serious about this. We have to do something. We cannot keep turning them back or not putting them to death and letting them live out their lives while we fit the bill. We're in enough trouble financially. The number one reason for this, my, my stance on that, is the victim's families. Those people are tortured, especially in some of the more heinous crimes. Their loved one was taken away while this guy or gal, sits on death row 
20 to 40 years. Unless you're convicted at 80 years old and you die at 82, you shouldn't be dying of old age in prison. Does that mean I, we should be just releasing everyone who's not on death row? Nope. There are guys that belong in there. I haven't been to prison as far as an inmate, but I've visited people. I see what goes on. I hear the stories. So no, I don't think everyone should just be released. There are a lot. And I think we should probably go back through. If we held everyone to that, for every stage of it, if you wrongfully convict a person, you have to take their place, regardless of what the sentence is. Maybe we should do that and they would work harder. I, I'm not for an innocent being, person being put to death, but realistically it's going to happen. Just like a lot of innocent people are put to death, not by choice, not because they did anything wrong other than living their lives. So I don't think we should just ignore everything and just let everybody, oh, whatever you want to do, or we're not going to convict you because it's not that big a deal. It is. But let's put that checks and balances in place. That way you are innocent until they prove you guilty beyond the shadow of a doubt. It won't stop it. Some, some I'm sure, will slip through. But I don't think the majority will. I think it would change a lot of things. So there we go. That's my thoughts on the death penalty. What do you think? Let me know in the comments below. Also, I need to know what y'all wanted to discuss on here. I'm not quite to the point. I need to get more people before I start bringing guests on. But what do you want to talk about? Let me know in the comments below. I appreciate you being here. I hope you have a great day. Make someone laugh if you get the chance. Don't forget to tell your friends and family each and every time you leave that you love them. You just never know when that's going to be the last chance you get to tell them. Be safe, y'all. We're living in some crazy-ass times. Till next time, I am Bob Six. Peace.